Hi, everybody. Thank you for downloading the podcast and for supporting the show. You are listening to Extreme Restraints University. Are you sure? (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Extreme Restraint University. I am so glad you could join Aiden and I today. And as usual, myself, Ian Rath, Aiden Starr. And Aiden, who today do we have with us? Lance Hart and Charlotte Sartre. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. and, and Aiden, today, what are, we, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the elusive orgasm. Oh, orgasms. Everybody loves orgasms. I love orgasms. Do, you, do y'all love orgasms? Yeah. Yeah, they're good. I think Everybody the only time in wrath that people don't love orgasms is if they have trouble achieving them, which I feel like is a really common problem that is not commonly discussed. Yes, I, I feel that's one of the reasons you and I discussed this and we wanted to do a show on it. We did. Um, we were talking about how the stress and sometimes sadness of um, the current um, climate um, affects our sexuality and um, makes it difficult for us to not only achieve arousal at some points, but also to achieve orgasm. And even though we are very sexual creatures, um, that is something that I feel like can affect anyone. And I just wanted to talk about it, to talk about our experiences with it and kind of normalize it a little bit for people watching. Yeah. Well, uh, Lance, Charlotte, how's, how's you guys' sex life been through this wonderful, tumultuous time? It's been fine. Um, yeah, it's been nice. The other day, she uh, fucked me with a really, really big strap on. Big for me. For her, it was like, like <laughs> but for me, it was large and it's like a fish. It's like it's this big. It's this big. But no, we, yeah, we do different. Sometimes I don't know. We just do like hand stuff, and sometimes we do sex sex, and sometimes I do you in the butt. Yeah, it's all different. Yeah, you never know. It's always well. Different. I I've I've talked to a bunch of friends of mine and. Um, their sex life has kind of waxed and waned a little bit through this time. Um, right. So if, if you're going through that, not uncommon. Stress will do no. that to you. And stress can also kind of rob you of the ability to, uh, to orgasm really well. I, I know my partner uh, currently is, uh, when we're together, she's all good. Uh, but she's a, uh, she likes to masturbate a lot. Yeah. Um, and so she's been having uh, minor problems achieving orgasm by herself, which I, I find really interesting how stress affects everybody in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I just thought I'd ask you guys how you were doing on that front. Yeah, well, it's different because well, what, what quarantine makes, we're around each other all the time, which is cool. That's all we wanted before the quarantine. It was like, man, when can we get some time together, you know? But... Um, yeah, because because we're always around each other, we could always fuck or whatever, do do whatever. But then also, we because of our work, we well, sh- should we put up a phone and film it, or should we? Just, <laughs> but like, uh, what are we? You know, so it's we, but that we kind of work through that. It's fine. You know what I mean? We just kind of have a. Well, I, I find with with myself at least, you know, normally in the late afternoon or evening, because uh, I like doing bondage and BDSM stuff. And now that's kind of shifted to, hey, it's 10 in the morning. I, I think we should do a full scene, which is, you know, generally speaking for most people, that might be a little earlier in the day to do uh, bondage and heavy S&M stuff. But, right. Not me. I, not I, me. I'm a daytime fucker. Yeah, I know. Not me either. Now it's like 10 in the morning. Let's go. Yeah, that's the time I want to be fucking. I like to just fucking go to sleep at night. Let's like watch movies and cuddle and then get up at fucking nine in the morning and get into a big scene. Yeah, but it's kind of interesting that it's it's shifted. 
mm -hmm. uh, from let's say nine at night to nine in the morning. Or just when you wake up, it's like, now would be an excellent time to use that morning wood in a really dirty way. Let's go for it. Yeah. Um, Ian Raff, do you feel like you are, your arousal levels and um, uh, orgasm achievement has been affected by the pandemic and current political climate? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's waned a great deal, but it's, it's on the upswing now. And um, I am weirdly enough, due to all the stress, having a hard time coming, uh, which is a little weird but I just think it's the, the constant ongoing what the fuck that if you, know, if you get on social media and you look at anything, at least 30 seconds in, you're like going, at least I'm going, what the fuck? Yeah, it so. is the constant ongoing what the fuck. It's, it really, I mean, I tend to get really in my head um, when I do sex play, obviously, especially if I'm by myself and it's hard to get past the what the fuck because I feel like it's these, um, like cobwebs that I have to push through and push past to get to oh. the point of arousal that I'm looking for. So I feel, I feel like the delay of the what the fuck. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of an interesting time. And like you said, it, it helps get you out of that weird space. Um, yeah. You can, you can connect, you can fantasize and you can just leave the, the normal world behind a couple for a little bit. Uh, but right now on occasion, it's hard to leave the world behind. Yeah. Um, it just kind of, it's like locked in there and you're like, oh, really? It's intrusive. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So, but you guys are doing good, obviously. I'm very happy for that. Thanks. Thank you, guys. It's not always 100%. Like, sometimes I'll be trying to come, and I just start thinking about the news, and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, God, no, uh, horny stuff, go, go back to it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, the election's coming up. Like, no, don't think about that. And then... Sometimes I ruin my orgasm on accident, like I'll be trying to get with the vibrator and then I accidentally take it off right when I'm coming just because I'm shaking and I'm like, I think I came, but I didn't feel anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to get all the weird shit out of your head right now. Yeah. I think like 99% mental. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, your brain is your biggest sexual organ. It really is. Mm -hmm. And I, I do think it's um, a good time. I mean, not for not for you guys necessarily, because we all do a lot of weird shit all the time. But I've actually circled back to some weird shit that I used to like a few years ago and went, let's let's try that weird shit again. You oh, know? yeah, like what? Uh, rope bondage. I've been doing a lot more rope bondage. Oh, uh, how is that weird shit? Is that weird shit? Well, for a lot of people, it's weird. not weird shit for me. But um, I hope that's I, not weird shit because my shit is way weirder than that. Well, we're not going to talk about the really weird shit. You can't, we can't talk about my weird shit because like that's not allowed anywhere on the internet ever. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> know what we're always asked to talk about when we give live classes? That weird shit. And we won't talk about it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That weird shit. My weird shit is actually weird though. <laughs> Yes, it is. And we will not talk about your words. Um, before we finish, before we move on from this subject, because I feel a segue happening, but before we segue, um, I wanted to touch on what Charlotte was saying about um, the complexity of the structure of orgasm, how it is so mental and how at some points you can ruin it for yourself by um, 
changing the physical stimulus at the point where your body is about to go over the peak of orgasm um, and what that means, what that looks like, and like de just deconstruct that a little bit. Because I think there can be, because behind orgasm is um, often emotion, even if it's not a connective emotion with another person, it still could be a personal level of emotion. Um, there could be joy in there. There could be sadness in there. Um, sometimes there's anger in there. I mean, if anyone has ever seen a porn that I'm in on kink.com, I have anger behind my orgasms, which is why I'm so um, entertaining to watch have an orgasm because I do like make demon noises and it gets like, it is a form of exorcism for me for sure to have an orgasm because there's so much rage inside of me because I'm a tiny rage creature. So that being said, it because like there is such a complexity there because it's not just a physical thing. Um, if anything changes, uh, the environment of like if the pH balance of your orgasm uh, field changes at all. Sometimes you can miss it. Sometimes it can be ruined. And sometimes that can be really frustrating. And I'm not necessarily here to offer a solution to that frustration for people watching. I'm here to offer my experience being frustrated sometimes and to like look at Charlotte's experience being frustrated sometimes and to show that um, as like our personal experience, because I think that sometimes seeing somebody else's personal experience can help us normalize our own. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, yeah, frustration it is a super big part of a lot of my orgasms too, especially if I'm trying to have an orgasm with another person, um, particularly with a man, like, because, uh, it's not always this way, but it often appears this way. Men seem to have an easier time coming or they come faster. So um, in my head, sometimes I feel the pressure like, oh, I don't want to like make him be down there too long or like, I don't want the batteries on this thing to die. And yeah. then um, you start overthink. at least like for me, I start overthinking it. And I'm like, am I taking too long? Am I making a weird face? Definitely. Um, like, is this getting boring? And then, um, like, I start getting shameful and embarrassed, and then it's so much harder to come, or it doesn't happen, and I have to try it anyway. That is so incredibly common, and it, it, like you said, it's not always the case that women take longer than men. Obviously, everyone is individual, but there does seem to be at least some type of reinforceable social stereotype that men can, like, and we also talk about um, and normalize like the the way that men come um, like uh, one of the ways that men can come easily um, jerking off like we we all do this you know like that motion and we don't necessarily um, have the same sort of social fluidity with talking about women's orgasms or what that means to people. Um, oh, I, I, that, oh, sorry to interrupt you. Oh, go go I was go. I say because of that um, the it, it's such a common like cultural thing, a social thing, like we do this, we all know that's how a guy comes. I, it took me, um, I'm not going to say how old I was, but I didn't figure out how to masturbate and come until two years after I had been regularly watching porn, because that wasn't demonstrated to me that like, oh, you're supposed to use the clit. Sometimes you see a lot of insertion and penetration, but mm -hmm. I, most of the women I talk to don't like to masturbate or primarily come that way and that's certainly the case for me too there well, is how do you, how, okay so how do you how, sorry don't mean to step on you oh it's okay hang on sorry um because i don't want to um you're segueing and i want to stick yeah. just for one more minute 
Um, There definitely is a paucity of, and people, what Charlotte said with a lot of people use pornography as um, sexual education, even though it's not intended for that, even though it's intended for entertainment, that is absolutely the case. Um, and that being said, there is a paucity of examples of female climax, of direct female stimulation, um, because we kind of, like like a lot of the porn is meant for the male gaze, which is obviously incorrect. All sorts of people can watch pornography. Also, men might might want to see women orgasming and women um, being stimulated and what that looks like. Um, it's just that the way that porn has been distributed and sold for such a long time. And obviously we realize now that we have all these other distribution paths that the numbers and the algorithms are off. People do want to see women being stimulated. People do want to see genuine female orgasm. It is a goal of men and women and couples who purchase pornography, that that is a goal for them. Um, you yeah. know, before we finish, I just wanted to touch uh, on the last thing that Charlotte said about the social pressure of what the female orgasm looks like, um, that it does sometimes take more time Women do sometimes feel self-conscious about um, being burdensome upon their lover, um, and sometimes our facial expressions um, can scare us because they're not like the soft, doll like like oh face that we think is like appropriate for um, for sex. And it doesn't necessarily come from our lovers themselves. It's not from the men that we're with. It's from society and it's from social programming. Um, and it definitely is something that I experience as well. Hmm. Segway, my love. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> no, I was I was just gonna say. Uh, so uh, uh, men can have regular orgasms from uh, stimulating their cock or yeah. prostate orgasms, right? Yeah. Yes, um, men can have multiple. Men can have multiple orgasms, and men can have multiple different types of orgasms. Men are actually as complex as women. As, as are. women, yeah, oh, and nobody yeah. talks about it. And then women yes. can have anal orgasms also. Yes. Uh, clitoral, uh, in, internal orgasms, or G-spot orgasms. Correct. And um, there are studies being done now that um, are showing that the um, G-spot is just an extension of the nerve cluster of the clitoris. But mm. the clitoris yeah. actually wraps inside, and it's the same uh, nerve cluster. Or, or as like my partner likes to put it, a blended orgasm. Um, could you elaborate on what a blended orgasm means? Uh, so you're getting, let's say, anal stimulation and clitoral stimulation at the same time. Yes. You would refer to that as a blended orgasm. A smoothie. A smoothie. <laughs> the, the smoothie of uh, orgasms. Charlotte, do you like a smoothie orgasm? I do. I'm a big fan of a smoothie orgasm because it's good to have variety. So, yeah. I'm going to call that now, Lance. Good. <laughs> That's Good. the same for the sex position when you rub the clit and fuck the butt. Would you like a smoothie? Would you like a smoothie? <laughs> Is it the same for a dude where you jerk the dick or for, um, a, for a trans woman where you jerk the dick and fuck the ass or a trans man where you touch the clit and fuck the ass? Like, is it, it's non-gender specific, huh? Right. Yes. Smoothies are perfect. Well, a lot of people, I don't like to eat vegetables, but I'll put them in a smoothie. So like sometimes I don't want to get I don't want to just get rammed in the ass, but I want to come, you know. So it's like a goal oriented. It's good to have goals. You gotta have goals. You gotta set goals. Yeah, it's good to have goals. Yeah. Necessarily want to put vegetables in his ass, but I'll put them in a smoothie. Yeah, yeah. I'll put them exactly. I'll put them in a smoothie. 
But you know what? So the other day I was shooting other people, and the guy was not taking that long to come, but I um, he was taking it a second, and uh, and so I tricked him. Which you're not, it's not good. I'm not saying trick people in the point, but like he, I was like, hey, you know what? Instead of the cum shot, why don't you let me get some stills of her sitting on your face? But uh, go ahead and jerk off all you want, whatever. It because I knew as soon as the pressure was off, and there was a butt on his face, he would the short circuit we were just talking about would yeah. go away, and then immediately he was cut, and I was like, great, I'm just gonna get a close up on this cum shot while we're here. Thanks, guys. All right, let's wrap. Let's go. You know what I mean? But Sometimes you can, um, I can do that to myself too. I can trick myself out of the, am I taking too long? Is the pressure? I have resentment now. I have shame. I have this, I have that. If I all of a sudden I'm playing a role or, man, I don't want to come right now. Yeah, I really don't. Like, I don't want to sneeze. I don't want to sneeze. And that's just, you know, so. Um, I think that coming is like sneezing also because when I shoot gangbangs, um, one of them comes and then it's like a sneeze. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then other ones come, like a few scenes yeah. and then everyone comes. Lance, could you speak more um, to kind of a mirror of what Charlotte was saying, where you have this um, societal, like, um, like uh, induced pressure in your head where you feel shame about like how long it's taking you to orgasm or like what that looks like? Yeah, I mean, if with, um, fortunately, I've been mostly hanging out with sex workers for a lot, like over a decade. So, but before that, it was, if I was on a whatever max.com, you know what I mean? Uh, where there's zero communication about what each other likes sexually and all, you know, all that stuff. Um, yeah. If I wasn't coming when I thought it was socially appropriate to come, I was in my head. I was like, Oh wait, she might think I don't like her. And then often that would happen. Like, well, you must not be turned on if you're not coming or, why did you lose your heart on there for a second? Am I not sexy? Am I not, you know, or, um, uh, hey, I don't want to come yet. Or, hey, fucking you is great. I kind of just want to touch your boob and jerk off, though, for a second, you know? Like, but that doesn't happen in the whatever Bumble world. I don't know what people use now. But, whatever, you know, the, the out there, however people hook up and they're not getting paid for it, um, <laughs> they're, they're not... Um, <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, it's just, that wasn't my experience so much where... Uh, I think it's really difficult for people, for, for humans to express what they want sexually. I think there's a lot of shame around that and there are yeah. definitely expectations. And one of the expectations is that a man is going to finish inside of a woman. Somebody with a penis is going to finish inside somebody with a vagina. And that's necessarily what it's supposed to look like. And that is not always the case. And what? we're kind of yeah. here to talk about how if you want to touch a boob, if you want to fuck for a while and that feels awesome, do it. And then if you want to touch a boob and jerk off, just ask if that's okay with your partner or say, is this okay with you if we act in this fashion? For me, because um, I don't sexualize the male orgasm and it's unusual for me to have sex with a man. If I do have sex with a man and he can't or uh, doesn't want to or whatever reason um, doesn't choose to ejaculate, it doesn't bother me. But from what I've heard from them, it normally um, women or cisgendered uh, women find that to be a point of validation. Mm -hmm. um, that if they don't get the come out of the guy, like you were saying, like, doesn't like me, am I not hot? Um, and I think that people, you know, I, I really feel like everyone would fare better if they stopped being validated in that way by their partner's orgasm and stopped making their partner's orgasm about them and make their partner's orgasm about their partner. I think the key word is rejection. 
because it um ah. if i'm say i'm fucking a, uh, a lady in the vagina hole right and then it's great this is awesome but you know what i would really like is for her to ignore me and say something mean while i jerk off you know and that's where my head's at but i don't really know her like that you know so yeah. now i'm in a position where how do I tell her that without her feeling rejected? Like, is my vagina not good? Is there something wrong? That's the first, most common reaction is, is there something wrong down there? Like, does it, do I, do I like, what is, ah, what's going on? Um, has it, hasn't it worked for you in the past, though, um, to just, or have you ever tried just saying what you want? As so that's, like, that's oh, kind of what I'm getting at, is if yeah. I say, hey, this is awesome, but you know what I really, really want? Yeah. As opposed to it, could, so just kind of mitigate the hey, this vagina is not doing it for me because that's not what I'm saying, or that's not what anyone's saying. That's not your dick's not doing it for me. Because uh, if you say that to a guy, I'm sure a lot of guys would be like, "This is not big enough. Is it? Is that it? It's not. Am I not doing? I don't know what I'm doing. And I don't. I, okay, let's be honest. I don't know how to fuck. You know, <laughs> that's like right. um and I, I'm a professional. I still feel that way. Like, I'm like, maybe I'm not stroking in there right, you know? Or maybe maybe this person likes a different shape than what I got going on. Well, that's the thing. Know? It's not always about the stroking, because most women don't come from the yeah. internal. Even if you're, like, absolutely plowing the G-spot, like, right. um, they might, like, start squirting and stuff, but that's not always, like, coming for yeah. certain people. So sometimes it's like, this sex is great. But what I would really enjoy is like a vibrator on right. my around my clit hood area, and like whether there's a penis inside me or not, like I could come up either way. Right, which yeah. is in the and that's not a rejection to the dick or to the dude or to the vagina or the butthole or the blowjob or the because people take pride in their oral sex skills and they yeah. so someone yeah, tells someone once, "Wow, you get really good head," then they take that as a merit badge. And then they don't want to lose that merit badge yes. you know, on their soul or whatever. So they, if they can't get someone to come, or sucking and sucking and sucking, and the person's like, I just, this isn't the way I like budget. Or maybe vi visual people, I'm kind of a visual. Sometimes just looking at the top of someone's head doesn't do it. It doesn't matter how <laughs> skilled they are. I, all I can see is the top of their head. I want to look at something else. Yeah. Well, generally, I generally I find in in my personal life is to just say, hey, how this is how I like to come. How do you like to come? We should have a peer to peer discussion about how you like to orgasm. Do you, right. do you want a finger in your butt? Do you want me to go down on you? Do you do you do you want to jack off in the corner while I talk dirty to you? What what is your preferred mean of orgasms? I really dig you, and we can make that happen. And. There's no shame involved. Well, unless you want shame involved, and then we can go down sure. that road. But that's yeah, right. like there can be. We can have shame. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, in, yeah, I found if I get a little granular as an example, with, like if I say, because the last thing you want in a communication is, hey, what do you like to come? Ooh, I like to be kinky. You know, and then, but that's just such a blanket. You yeah, that's too big of a blanket. You thing. can't communicate with that. If we can define that down a little bit, it would really help. Yeah, like I like to be. Yeah, like uh, like ooh, I read Fifty Shades of Grey once, and I'm like, I haven't read that, so I don't understand what you. But what? Tell me about that book that you like, or um, you know, 
uh, yeah, if you get really specific. Um, and also, then you find out really quick if you're going to freak your partner. You know, if I'm like, hey, you know what? Can you like step on my balls a little bit? If they're like, well, then I know. Well, we're not really compatible anyway. Yeah, well, you're not really going to match up, are you? Yeah, you're, yeah. You said, could you step on my balls a little bit? And they freaked out and left the room. You're like, well, we're uh, gonna last very long as a couple. Yeah, wouldn't know. Well, yeah, that it saves you the trouble of right after the orgasm. Like, I gotta get away from this person, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I know I had to. There's so much to be said for um, <clears throat> the alignment of sexual goals, um, mm -hmm. and that at some point we are validated egoically by pleasing the other person. And because we are such complex creatures and because human beings change so much over, over time and because we are capable of such a, a breadth and width of not only social interaction, but also sexual interaction. Um, even if somebody wants something that maybe doesn't work for you, I, I really feel strongly that there are lots of points of compromise along the spectrum of what will uh, match up for um, both people. Like I am an incredibly specific, uh, I have incredibly specific and um, uh, <clears throat> extreme niche sexual interests that um, match up with very, very few people, but I'm able to access parts of myself that still can align with people for enjoyment levels. And I think if you're in a marriage and you're monogamous, um, experimentation is key to finding out what those things are because maybe there are things that you didn't know that you liked that the other person liked. Um, obviously your marriage is a sex worker marriage, which is based on experimentation, which is, that's one of the greatest parts about being a sex worker is that we get so many things. Uh, we, we have so many options. Like it's like eating at the buffet versus, um, you know, eating like at a gas station, like eating at the buffet is, uh, being a sex worker and eating at a gas station is everyone else. Sorry, everybody else. Um, <laughs> Being a sex worker, it's just, it's a, there are a lot of options um, and they're all delicious. And so that, uh, but you can expand, you know, you can expand in your monogamous marriage. You can try toys, you can try conversations. Like Lance said, you could read books and be like, oh, I read this thing in a book. Maybe I like the idea. Maybe I just want to think about it. Maybe I want to practice it. Um, but there is, every single person has an enormous spectrum of um, sexual interests. And I encourage everybody to try and explore theirs because even if you think you're one way, chances are good that you can operate so far outside of that and enjoy it with somebody else. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And the, even the, the polarizing idea that like, I'm a dumb, I'm a sub, like that gets a lot of, some, some people are, I mean, really are one way, but it's, I found that to be very rare. Uh, it's very rare. Most people are versatile. Uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and they might want the world to think one thing, but they what really, really gets in conflict, you know, and that changes too. And um, when you said buffet, sometimes you just gotta stop and eat a sandwich. Um, it's rare, but I mean, you don't want to like, kill the mood or whatever. But I feel like fatiguing the crap out of each other, just trying to finish the. We have to finish this mission to get the come out of you, you know. Like, hey, you want some water? Yeah. Oh, you want some chips? Yeah. You know, and then you get back to. Yeah. Sometimes the orgasm isn't like the the end all mm -hmm. be all of the thing. Sometimes it's sometimes it's the friends you made along the way. It's just yeah, it's just finding yourself along the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I I think a lot of times with your partner, it's just the connectivity. It's the connective aspect of being together and and sharing the moment and. Yeah, you know, playing kissy face and 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 stuff and, and just being. What's it called? Huh? What's what'd you call it? Playing what? 
Playing kissy face? I just need to hear you say that one more time. Yeah. Playing kissy face. Yeah. Ah, playing kissy face. Yes. Playing kissy face. Yeah. yeah. And just being connective and, and romantic and, and being together and, and looking in each other's eyes and actually caring about each other. There's nothing wrong with that. That's always a good yeah. thing. So yeah. I sent you guys uh, a couple of boxes a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. What you got? What you got? Well, what you got? We got a... Um, a plethora of things. Yeah, so a plethora of things. I've used this on myself a few times and on another girl and five stars across the board. Uh, which, uh, do you know which one that is? It said diamond head something. I threw the box in it, but it's... Black. Okay, it'll be in the it'll be in the toys that were on the show, but you, that's a that is a cordless, and I dig cordless stuff. It's so good because uh, we run into this problem a lot when I'm trying to achieve orgasm via wand when we're having sex or just mutually masturbating in bed. I want to be over here, but the cord only stretches so far. Yeah, and I've got a problem, but this mitigates that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's really interesting uh, that. Um, uh, if you want to use wand sometimes, you've got to grab an extension cord, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah extension Absolutely. cord. Absolutely. Unless if you're the T-1000 Terminator. And, you can and, and so uh, the cord yeah, is stuck. Yeah, you it yourself somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I got a couple extension cords laying around behind, uh, like, dressers in the bedroom. That, Me, too. This is already plugged in. We're good to go. I have thought yeah. ahead. Oh, yeah, I have sex, uh, sex toy drop points. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's plugged in. It's always ready. Yeah, it's good to have them. It's, it's good to have that, but I do think the, the rechargeables are really great uh, if you want to use it, uh, uh, particularly if you want to have sex while you're, you're masturbating with it, you, you don't have to worry about where the cord is. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, that just went around my leg, and then you kicked it off when you came, and oh, shit, now we got to find it, and mm -hmm. you know, all that. oh, you pulled it away from me when you- I've had that problem. Position. Yeah. So the cordless ones, are, I love the corded ones, but the cordless ones are really great. The cordless yeah. ones, yeah. They, cord, they both yeah. have a time and a place. Yeah, the corded is great if you, well, one, unlimited power, as long as your power doesn't go out. And two, more power, generally. Generally, you know, just there's more power being in the wall than battery. Yeah, almost everybody I've talked to who is a Hitachi owner, like most people um, seem to prefer the corded ones because it's more powerful, even though you only have a couple of options. People are like, well, Lance, if you hold this one up, if you hold the what, Lance, if you got that, that's it, and twist, yeah, that's the thunder stick. Yeah. And have you used that yet? Yeah, well, the cord's still up, so you went right with things. But that has, as Aiden calls it, the bitch wheel. So I like Hitachi. He's used them for years on, uh, on off, uh, high and on off, or right. high and low, and that's it. This that thing has got a variator wheel, so you can hit that yeah. sweet spot. Mm -hmm. It's actually stronger than yeah. uh, the branded Hitachi vibrator. Yeah. So it's stronger and weaker. So and weaker. you can like, radiate it and really decide what point you want. Um, so, when not, it's so much better. Yeah, yeah so this I, is actually stronger than Hitachi. When yeah. I use um, corded Hitachis, I don't have it anymore, but um, I forget what company makes it. There's a variable speed controller, but that's like an extra accessory. You plug the yeah, this has it on there. Yeah. This yeah. Yeah, we, we have one of those that we sell. It's just a variator um, that, that regulates a thing and you can turn it down. But this has that built that function built in for you. Yeah, you don't great. have to have that extra little 
little thing that gets lost or broken or whatever happens to it. And it comes with a twisty tie, which you can use for sexual. For cats. That's for cats. Yeah, and for cats. Yeah, that's for cats. That's a free cat toy with purchase. Yeah, free cat toy with purchase. Cat not included. You don't need any more cats. Yeah. So what else? What, what, what else did I send you? I sent you that. Um, I sent you the corded, the cordless one. It's already on. Diamond. So there's that, and then this guy goes on here. Yeah, pull it out of the box. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Feel free. Do that unboxing thing that's so popular. Do unboxing like a YouTube. And then, yeah. didn't, didn't didn't we use that on you when you were on the show in the past? That thing. Um, I feel like I've uh, I've had this on my dick around. Uh, Iranian, but I don't know when. I mean, obviously, it was probably during a photo shoot, but. Speaking of being around yeah. there, there's a whole lot of options there. There's a lot of. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I might have something just like this before, but we'll so, Sweetheart, so you put it to this. Do you have a preference among silicone vagina sleeves? I don't know. I think I'm just thinking my dick and things. So, Lance, are you, a you, you asked for a couple of strokers. Are you a stroker guy? Well, they're really, here's the deal. They're awesome. I think they're amazing sensation-wise. Um, the problem is, what do you do right after you come? Because um, often, like, like do, you, like, do I really want to clean this thing? You know what I mean? Or am I really, because the, the best part about just jerking off into a paper towel is you just throw that in the trash, pull your hand off, pull your pants up, and then, you know, go back to church or whatever you're doing. I don't know why that's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. But but with the stroker, you you feel you need to get up and go to the sink and clean it out before you pass out. Well, yeah, because then it's going to get cat hairs in it. And then, I don't have any kids. We don't have kids, but I mean, you would want to leave that out. And then, whatever, a dog, I would imagine, would really... Would love to chew on that. Yeah. Yeah, you have to clean your toys after you use them. I mean, that's all toys. So it's like it's like putting something in your butt and then being done with it. Like you have to clean that right away. For Um, some reason, I don't. It doesn't seem like a big to do item for me to clean off a dildo, but for a stroker, can you put strokers in the dishwasher? Probably. No. Well, I don't know because it's not going to get cleaned inside. I suppose. Those I think that I sent you, you can probably turn inside out. Yeah. I do not. Know, I do not know if they're dishwasher safe though, and I'm. I'm not going to recommend putting yeah. them in the dishwasher. Is the dishwasher? If you're in a huge hurry and you got your in-laws coming for dinner, you can just like palm all of them real quick and throw them in the dishwasher and shut it, and then wash your hands. And then it's not like, you know, you're, you're probably good. But so then your mother-in-law opens a dishwasher when she's clearing the dishes or, or your father-in-law and finds your stroker in the dishwasher. And then, yeah, and then it's a conversation piece. But it's at least not rude. It's not like, hey, there's this, like, uh, stroker item. Like, there's this thing on the on the table, and it's got cum dripping out of it that's, like, stale and, like, hard. And You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a thing. You got to clean them. But they feel great. They really do feel great. Okay. It's like a whole comedy bit. <laughs> I don't know about the leaving the stroker on the dining room table, but you know, whatever, however it works in y'all's house. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of dildos left around. They're kind of. I would say there's dildos everywhere. Sometimes there's dildos all over the place. 
place since it comes to China. But so back to this thing, I put, I took this out of the box. That was yeah. the hummingbird thing. And then you make this vibrate. And then take this. And then you put, put your, your wang. Put your wang right in there. Yeah. Right in there. E. I can see. Probably it. put some lube in there or drool in it, maybe a little bit. Yeah. And then you, yeah. you feel. And I'm going to guess, I might surprise myself, but I'm going to guess um, Charlotte's hand or the stroker might feel better than just this. I think this is will look cool in a movie. You know what I mean? But I don't know if. I think that's a personal preference thing because if you are a wand guy, those things are fucking amazing. So yeah, I think it's a personal preference thing. thing. Yeah. How, do you, how are you going to know until you try it? You don't know until you put your dick in it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, put your wing right in there. And then, and then we, um, I sent you some uh, some products that we want to talk about. The new Whisper line. Ooh, I want to see those. I haven't seen them yet. We were checking these out last night. Did you That's did, cool. did you have a did you have a chance to make them do their thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the the premise of this toy, uh, it's the Whisper line, is that um, can you hold it up? Uh, there's three of them. I sent you two, right? There's a, a butt plug, uh, a little vaginal insert thing, and then we also do a prostate toy. Um, but so they vibrate, you turn them on with the remote, but then you can change up what they do by talking into the remote. Correct? Oh. I've turned it on. Um, can I just put this against your butt hole? Yeah. Just to kind of tease that outside? Yeah, like right now? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is the, the prostate toy, the whisper prostate toy, and you're gonna tease his butthole with it. Yeah, yeah I would like to tease his butthole if that's okay with you. Oh, okay, we're married. We're married. I mean, we're married. <laughs> yeah. So we're married. Yeah. Aiden was there. You were there. She saw. It was. Yeah. Okay, so Lance, your butt looks great. You've been doing the squats. We're trying. We're back in the back in the gym. Yeah, your butt's so big. It looks great. Well, thanks. Oh well, my butt is kind of round. Yeah, it's big. It looks good. I can't see it because it's behind me most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that it is hard to tell the butt progress. Okay, so I think this is on. And then. Is this thing on? I'm just going to put it against your hole. No, I'm sorry. And then I think you hold this button and then it does a thing. That's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. You, you. Like it pulsing. Or you're just moving it. I don't know. I'm just moving it. Oh, okay, I want to make sure it's turned on. Okay. I think it's turned on. Did the light come on? I'm not sure. I can't see. It was working yesterday, I swear. Mm -hmm. Oh, it just didn't. Okay. And I hope this. Do you want to try the other one? Because maybe the remotes are switched up or something. Oh, it's, it's possible. We were supposed to keep the remotes up Possible. Um, Here, try this remote. This is this. Is. This remote. This There's has a light. light came on. That is, which toy is that? That's so cute. This is uh, also a fishing lure, and it's a, uh, this is oh, vaginas? Yeah, I, you can put that in the vagina. I would not put that in anybody's butthole because it might get sucked in and lost. Wait, you put the light part in the pussy? No, the, flip it around. 
the big part is goes in the pussy and it's got the little tail so you can pl pull it out. Oh, cute. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It was working. <laughs> we had it going, uh, just this, this. Like you're supposed to hold it and then the light flashes and then I just, just so the one thing about if I hit the button, the the heart rate button, which so you can see this top guy, it, yeah. it totally vibrates. Turn that off. And then that's another that's another pulse. I mean another frequent yeah, now it's pulsing. Yeah. Now yeah, it's pulsing differently. So maybe I got a voice part. I know. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, okay, so then maybe I press this and then do the thing. Oop. Test, 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 test. <laughs> we had this going yesterday. Test, test, test. Ooh. Vibrate. Now, yeah, I don't know, man. We took that, I swear. Oh. Is that working? Oh. You're supposed to talk into the remote. Okay, now it's working. Yay. Yay. If there's a steep learning curve, right, it can take your bar away. Right. But so it's good. That's help. okay because you can do it, and then tomorrow you can fuck yeah. with it. I'll have a learning curve of a practice session with your yeah. sex toys, and, and then, then I'll put them the next day. But then you have stuff plugged in that's always ready. Yep. Backup, backup stuff, right. backup stuff. Okay, now this isn't working, but this is. Yeah. So the trick was to just touch the microphone button. Like, click it. One click is on. Now it's on. Oh, I thought you had to hold it down. Yeah. That's what I figured. That's what we just figured out. Or at least with this current. With that particular one? Yeah. It's totally vibrating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't, it, if you were to like sing like, ah, it's the same vibration across. In case anyone's wondering. Okay. Which, I'm yeah. Well, I think that the cool thing about it is you're supposed to be able to, um, uh, as opposed to hitting the button, you're supposed to be able to talk into it and go vibrate. I'm going to cut your ball off after yeah. we're done with this video. Yeah, vibrate. Yeah. <laughs> it's really sexy when you meow like a cat. Yeah. Meow. No. Yeah, see, so you could you could make the meow like a cat change the yeah change what it's doing. Yeah. Totally. Yep. All right, so I'm gonna turn this off because it's gonna but wherever I put it, it's gonna hurt me for. So hold that. You don't, want it, you don't want it bouncing around on the table. Right. Yeah. Ooh, when you turn it off here, it turns it off here. That's okay, great. that's a good function. We turn them on separately, but together they all go out together. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the trick there. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So what do we get? We got stroker guys, and then this. So this guy didn't want to do a thing. I don't know. If I try, I'll just get angry. Yeah. Yeah. If I press the light on. This guy doesn't have a light, does it? Hold it. Hold oh. it down. Yeah, it does. Think so. Yeah. Yeah. Does this work now? Okay, now, now it's working in your bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want that in your bottle? Okay, so you want to go, you want to just sit there and pick it up and go through the steps how how to make it work. Okay. Hold on. So you pick it up. So from step one. From step one. Um, 
turn the toy on and it will it'll vibrate when you turn it on. And then you hold the remote until the little light pops on. I don't know if you can see it. And this should have a light. It's kind of hard to see because it's bright in here, but it's on and tap that button. One tap of the microphone and you speak into the remote. Yep. And then you put this in your butt. Then you put it in your butt. And then you put it up right up. <laughs> right up your butt. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. Yeah. yeah, but Lance, you have prostate orgasms. I do. I did the other day. Uh, not as common as, like, my go-to is just trip off, you know, but they're awesome. You know, they are awesome. So there's that. Um, so prostate toys and butt plugs and stuff help you to have a prostate orgasm. Yeah, like when, there's a, when, when it's time, you know. When the moment's right. When the moment's right. The moon. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess I could shove it up. Yeah. Well, this escalated quickly, didn't it? Yeah. Like some, it's kind of like some parties we've been to. It is like some parties we've been to where all of a sudden steps like where it goes from like, hey, can I rub this on your butthole to all of a sudden there's lube being squirted and toys being shoved in people's assholes. Like yeah. it kind of just escalates quickly sometimes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Would you like an appetizer? No, I'd like that in my ass, please. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, we can work on that. <laughs> like, oh, they have cheetos? Oh, but let me wash my hands. Does it help if it's vibrating as it's going into your butt? Uh, kind of. I think I just have a dry butthole right now. Oh, yeah. It's this. It's summer. My skin gets so dry in the summer. Buttholes get so dry. Well, I'm wearing this, so like, you know, desert. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it gets so dry. Desert make, gives you a dry butthole. Um, you know. Hey. Dry. I did not know that living in the desert gave you a dry butthole. Now you do. Yeah. Large, large uh, Mormon population. Yeah, that always <laughs> You learn something new every day, don't you? Learn something new every day. Actually, it feels really good. You like it? Yeah. It's like, it's interesting because we're just having a conversation while the butt bubbles vibrating. Well, that's how, I, that's how I would like it. Like to yeah. maybe go. Um, something with your penis charlotte so, um tells us that you're doing something with your penis right now is that I right? am not no 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 i think you're lying why would i why why okay so if i'm just gonna sit yeah so then it's not like a very large butt plug so i can just i'm just sitting comfortably oh that's nice like that it's like whatever 
Some of them, depending on how your butthole is, if it's so deep, when you sit on it, all of a sudden it's going into that, like the second chamber of butthole. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. and that's a whole new adventure. You might not be ready for that, but you just sit down. Right. Whoa! Yeah. You know what I mean? That was uh, a good yeah. yeah, it's just kind of chill. It's just kind of in there. So. So I know you're somebody who yeah. likes stimulation on your penis while you have something mm -hmm. inside your butthole. Yeah. And I'm going to stick my dick in this thing. I was going to ask what you'd like to stick No, but we're just talking. Should I move it inside of it? Yeah, if you want to. Just like squeeze it. Like that? Yeah. Let's see. It's important to lube up a lot of things. Absolutely. Yep. So this guy, I'm going to get back a little bit. So these, like the holes are like that. And this stroker is. It's not like a full size stroker, right? So you kind of got to, it's not going to get the whole dick at once, but that's okay. It's still going to be fun. Is it kind of like easier to handle because it's smaller and there's like less material to deal with that way? I think it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, it's at different, you know, different strokes for different folks, right? So I see what you did there. So yeah, and, he, and it's kind of just hanging out on there. That looks comfortable. Which is actually, that's pretty fun. It looks like a sweater. Yeah. It looks like a sweater. There's a turtleneck. It's a cock sweater. Yeah, it's a cock sweater. Yeah. Who doesn't like a cock sweater? Yeah. And it feels really good depending on how into like, uh, I don't know, alien reproduction you might be. <laughs> like, you just look at watching the process. Well, I, I think that's most of us here. Most of us, but... Yeah, like, I don't know if this is, like, the sec, what do you think, babe? Is it, like, sexy watching, watching me, like, yeah. fuck a rubber tube? Yeah, it looks like, like, a, like, you're about to lay an egg inside of whatever that thing is. Yeah. So, I'm, visually, I'm into this. Yeah. I like that, um, like, compared to some of these other ones, these have, like, an open material. I like to see what's going on for the same reason I, like, Mm -hmm. Clear oh. bed plugs and speculums and stuff. Right. Yeah. To see the anatomy. Yeah. So this, so the thing about these, like I was saying, they feel amazing, but already we have cats, and this is a very clean room. Like we don't let the cats in this room. Um, it's like the webcam, whatever room in the house. But still, after like four strokes, my hand is completely covered in cat hair because these, this material will attract dust. You have to be very careful with it. Like a magnet, which if you're in the, in the heat of jerking off and fucking, who cares, right? But it's that moment right after you come and you're like, now I want a sandwich and a cigarette and a nap, uh, but I can't like, leave that. Like hawk is covered in cat hair, yeah. Like I would, if I just take this and just set it down here on this blanket, it's probably out of, then it's out of the game. Problem. Yeah, it's so important to be careful where, uh, about where we put our toys. <laughs> like where we put them. It'll t I mean, out of the game until I wash them. Yeah, but sure. That's a thing, you know. That's a thing. That's a real thing. Yeah. The other day, we just taking the time to put down a beach towel on the bed before we she stuck a big dildo up my butt was huge because then I don't have to like worry about like mess. Like, yeah, just putting touching. If I touch my loony hand on this. Uh, this is just a fleece comforter. It's a cheap comforter. So I don't care about this getting messy, but I, now my hand is covered in it. You know, 
which is yeah, I, 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 did, I do not well. have pets. I don't have pets, so I do not have that problem. Your penis? Yeah, sure. When I, when I had dogs, yeah, there was that problem. I'd like to so, try this thing. I moved it up. So you did. Okay, cool. So that is right. What ended would you like? I don't know. I think dealer's choice, you know? Dealer's choice. Try yeah. one. Yeah. So how do you feel about that emotionally? I mean, it's just kind of there, but I feel like maybe turn it Do you up. like vibration on your penis? Because, Charlotte, it goes the other way. Like, it, um, it should be parallel to Lance's body so that it's pushing up into the bottom of the head of his cock, like, to where a clip would like be. Like, the ridge part? Like, in the um, No, the entire mechanism. Like, put it parallel to Lance's body. So that the vibrator goes more on the underside of his um of his dick. Yeah. Turn it. I'm learning stuff. I mean that looks nice. It looks yeah, it looks nice. Like that, Charlotte. Yeah. That way you can rub the vibration underneath the head of his cock yeah. like you would rub it on a clip. It does feel way better under the head of the, yeah. And then there's like some ball action in there perhaps. I mean, I think honestly, if you just leave it still, it's going all the way up. Yep. You can tie those to people and, and um, uh, encourage them strongly to have an orgasm, like just by having it on them. Yeah, because if that was just there and there's a thing vibrating my butthole, like this whole thing is pretty enjoyable, you know? Yes. But having all that going on. So, so now maybe if, if and I'm not saying do it, but like if Charlotte sat on your face and spoke disparagingly to you. I was just going to yeah. say the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, we're not suggesting that you do that, but if she did. Yeah, so, that would, I could probably come just like that, you know. Yeah. So it's a weird, it's an internal thing too, because you want to feel the good part of the feel, but not the itchy part of the vibration. Because then you have the overstimulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's two things going on at once. You want to feel the good, but kind of not pay attention to the itchy. You know what I mean? Yeah, they do. Um, uh, vibrators on um, on penises can definitely be um, on 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 vulvas also can be uh, too much stimulation and feel like Lance was saying itchy, which is like a bad well, stimulation. I wanted to talk about that with um, vibrators on the vulva. So um, I think before the call. And you were talking about um, in porn, it, it would appear that a lot of the vibrators are directly on the clip. Yes, a, a lot of people think that. A lot of people think that. Um, and so when I was first trying one of those, uh, I put it directly on my clit and it was painful or it's like vibrating the pubic bone or sometimes you're just not uh, turned on enough for that level of extreme uh, stimulation to be comfortable or arousing. Yeah. So um, it's important to build up to that. For me, what I actually prefer to do, um, I like to start like with um, panties on to kind of create a buffer between um, the vibrator and my uh, vulva. And also, um, once the panties are off, I prefer to have the vibrator like right above my federal head area. So it's just vibrating everything around it. And um, I don't know if this is just my anatomy, but my clit doesn't come out of its hood like ever. It's just kind of hiding in there. But I, I don't need to pull it out to come. Yeah. It's still pleasurable. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think a lot of women find it really uncomfortable to have stimulation directly on their clit. 
it's yeah. sensitive. And so ab above, below, to the left, to the right. Yeah, some people really prefer it to either side and that's the only way they can come and that's totally okay. Oh yeah. Or up on or up on your pubic bone or on your or or anywhere in that uh, area that's going to transfer vibration and you're like this is working for me because that's really what it is. Yeah, sometimes I've come just from putting it like on my um, like pubic ground. Yeah. yeah, just without it even touching like the vulva at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I really think if you like wands or if you've had bad experience with wands in the past get another wand mm -hmm. if you've gotten rid of yours and do exactly what Charlotte just said is work it around the whole area. There's probably a spot that's going to be that magic little golden spot for you to go. Oh, this is good. Yeah. Like this. Yeah, absolutely. And I find um, after I'm closer to orgasm and it's um, the wand has been vibrating um, around my um, clit area for a while. At that point, I can maybe turn it up or maybe move it closer to my clit. Um, you can't more blood. immediately drive it in there. Or um, if you're pressing it in really hard, like that sucks. Mm -hmm. Unless yeah. you're that, but for me, that sucks. <laughs> well, don't you always go, Lance, don't you always go, where's your spot? I mean, no, of, of course I'm sure. Yeah, like I, I normally just hand, if I don't know a person, I'm like, hey, you want to do this or you want to do it? And then normally they're sometimes they're like, you do it. I'm like, can you show me? <laughs> and, just, and then I'm like, okay, I'll take it over. And then I'm pretty much tripod. I'm just holding it. Yeah, pretty much. That's how that's that's working then. So yeah. do we want to take a break and set up for um some masturbation demos or um do you want to just slide into it in round? Um whatever you two want to do, I'm I'm good. I'm just sitting here. This is Ian Rath. Thank you for downloading and enjoying the podcast. XRU is brought to you by ExtremeRestraints.com. ExtremeRestraints.com and XRU believe that adults of all genders, orientations, cultures, identities, and abilities have the right to choose their sexual identity and express without fear of judgment or persecution. We support the right to intimacy and passion in sexual relationships, the pursuit of sex-positive education and sexual desires, to help educate people to have healthy and fulfilling sex lives and to encourage sexual exploration and enhance sexual wellness. Yeah, you, want to, you guys want to jerk off? Yes, jerk off. Yes. Anybody want to jerk off? I like to jerk off. Should I take it? Like my... it when I say it like that? You want to jerk off? Yeah, I like you to jerk, jerk off. You want to jerk off at the same time or you want to jerk off one and then the other one goes? Yeah. Okay, so, so you want me to narrate your jerk off session like this in this voice the whole time doing it to make you laugh so you so, can't jerk off? So you guys are you married? Do you ever do? Do you ever? Uh, so I assume you have uh, regular, uh, let's call it vanilla sex and multiple different kinds of sex. Yeah. And I assume that you've jerked each other off or watched each other jerk off while the other's jerking off. Yeah. Because you're very versatile humans. Yeah. And a very it's wide variety of like things you like. Sometimes I want to jerk off on her. Sometimes I want her to kind of just ignore me. Well, I jerk like if she's laying down on the bed looking at her phone, that's hot because her butt is in her legs are doing a thing. So I'm like, oh god. So occasionally I'll just be like, hey, can I just like 
jerk off. I mean, just you know, look at your phone. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Just look at your phone, and I'm going to jerk off on your ass, and I'm really good with that dynamic. That yeah, yeah. Or, but then, some, but that's like not every time. I'm just using examples. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes that's fun. Sometimes we'll start having sex, and I'll be like, "Oh, you know, I don't really want to be penetrated right now. Can we just move on to something else?" And yeah. then we'll like. I'll have like a vibrator, maybe like I'll be sucking your dick while I'm jerking off with the vibrator, and that's mm-hmm. cool too. It doesn't have to be, um, just because you've decided to start doing something doesn't mean you have to finish doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's another that's another groovy stroker that you just pulled out. That's, yeah, I just pulled this one out. I don't know. Um, it's a, uh, it looks like a, kind of like a chicken. It's anatomical. It's a, it, has, it has a vagina lens. I don't think that's supposed to look like, it is not supposed to look like a chicken. I don't know where your brain went. It's, look at its little chicken, chicken hind quarters. Oh, you're dripping lube everywhere. I do not think it's, I don't know. I'm hearing your chicken lube all over the bed, Lance. Like, I'm leaking, yeah. I'm leaking chicken. The chicken yeah, is leaking. I'm hearing your chicken lube everywhere. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Hold on while I fuck this chicken. Okay. <laughs> Hold on while I fuck this chicken. <laughs> yeah, okay, things just got a little weirder. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. And when you push through, that's so actually think, not cum, that's just like the- That's lube, yeah. It's lube touching the- I think when it comes in the package, it comes powdered with yeah. um, like maybe like cornstarch or something. So that's just mixing with lube. Packing powder. Yeah, the packing powder. Oh, uh, maybe you should have rinsed it first. Yeah, maybe you should have. Yeah, I think I, you know, I wash all my clothes before I wear them. I would, I wash my shit. I wash sex yeah. toys before I put my dick in them too. Yeah, like you want to do it? I'm just gonna run and rinse this off real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe we can convince your beautiful bride to to masturbate for us while you're gone. Yeah, she can yeah. show us where her spot is. And I, if you would like to take, I know you mentioned this. If you would like to take your top off, you feel free. If you don't want to, you do it. Yeah, it's up to you. Perfect. Split the difference. Pull them out. Yeah. There you go. So. So okay, Charlotte, how did you find out when you first started when you first started masturbating where your spot was? Just through experimentation and moving stuff around. Well, I, you know, just assumed that um, I have a vagina. It must feel good to put stuff inside. So I was fingering myself and experimenting with that. It felt good, but I couldn't come that way. But then I, you know, I was pulling my hand out and it brushed against my clit and I'm like, oh, that part feels good. So I just kind of experimented with like tapping it, like, is this thing on? Um, then I felt like I have to, and for me, I like this, um, is that counterclockwise? I can't tell. Um, I do it like that if I'm using my hands, but now I'm spoiled and I tend to use vibrators vibrators are great to be spoiled by it's wonderful yeah so um like i was saying before i usually start like over my panties because otherwise um it's just too much at first mm-hmm. um and also it's it's it feels really nice to like be more turned on and get the panties like wet before i remove them mm-hmm. now it's funny that um it looks on camera that you're completely centered up and like the vibrator's right on your clit, but it's not. It's actually right above, it's not really touching my clitoral hood, it's right above it. 
And sometimes when I'm moving it up and down, it goes over my clit, but it's not touching it. It's like hovering over it. And I'm just kind of like brushing down around the thoroughbred area. Um, but I could come like this. Sometimes I can come putting it up here, but not on the actual clit. It's just a bit too much. Yeah, I think that's excellent information to tell people. I, by the same token, if you do want it right on your clit, you can put it on your clit. If you yeah. want Look, if you can come from putting a vibrator on your kneecap, more power to you. Really? Yeah. Yep. There's and not this, a specific place that it goes necessarily. It's all around that area. And this um, is nice because it's all enclosed. So mm -hmm. I think if you were into this, you could put it inside your butt. Yeah, you could. Oh yeah. yeah, you can. Yeah, this or in, yeah. You, can, you can put that in, in any orifice that it will actually fit in. Yes. Oh yeah, because some women and people with vaginas also like um, to put the vibrators inside. For some people, really like the internal vibration. Is that thing okay? Oh. Mm. Do you want me to talk to the microphone and check it? Just want to turn it on. There we go. There you go. Yeah. The talking thing's interesting, but just the constant vibrations. Yeah, it's good to, good to have a rhythm. And that's another thing. Sometimes uh, wands have a whole bunch of settings. They have like Morse code and weird patterns. Yeah, they do. It's hard to successfully mm -hmm. come with that because I don't understand Morse code. I never learned that. Especially when it's spoken through your vulva. Yeah. 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 yeah, the nature of orgasm is repetition, so um, those uh, uh, other settings are just going to be edging settings or like foreplay settings, and mm -hmm. the more constant uh, setting is going to be how I'm going to have it. Sorry, I'm like blocking you with my mics. Right. I want to see what you're doing. That looks really cool. I'm just uh, humping chicken. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're gonna call it. Yep, Dad's humping the chicken. Okay. Dad's <laughs> <laughs> in his office humping chicken. I um, totally do that with strokers. I use I use them for humiliation. Mm -hmm. Um, and I play that game with them where I'll call it a pork chop. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, "Fuck this pork chop." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Fun. It is fun to, to kind of talk about like to to organize humiliation or DS around sex stories is really fun. Yeah. And these are fun because you can kind of like when you let it go, it just slides off, which is cool. Because I'm not even doing it. It's like doing its own. It's like me kind of. All I have to do is go up and down. Mm -hmm. It feels really good. I could probably come just from watching you do that. Good. That's really cool. Or is it better if I ignore you? Either way. Okay. Either way. <laughs> Either way. Okay, no, see, that's very important what they just did. They actually had a conversation about mm -hmm. how is this working and even how it's working right now. And you should, said, Charlotte, look, I could probably jack off just from watching you, but is it, I, and what I heard is that I love you. Mm -hmm. Is it better if I ignore you for you? So you're actually taking Lance into consideration. Yes, so What's important. going on, which is oh, so yeah. important. And you know, from the tone, like if if people are just observing us, 
half the time it sounds like we're joking around and not being serious, but that's just like the level of comfort we have. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like I'm not taking it seriously that sometimes he likes to be ignored while um, to help facilitate his orgasm. Um, but that's, you know, everybody has to find like their own tone that they're comfortable with in their relationship and their way of communication. Yeah. Like for us, like before we start doing sexual stuff, we're often joking around a lot. Um, and that just helps get us relaxed. But some people would prefer to be like more serious and more like uh, seductive. And that's really cool too. Yeah, people have sex voices. Yeah. That they, I don't know what that's from, TV or porn, where like, like a lot of times I'll hook up with a guy and they're like super flamboyant. Like, and then more second, go, oh yeah, baby, fuck my ass, yeah. It just changes. But yeah. they, they have to do that, which is cool. That's fine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They have like a, they turn into their sex monster. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you said it best, Charlotte, when you said, uh, we're just joking around and uh, sex is supposed to be fun. Last time I had it, it was fun. You know, even if you can, you can be high protocol, you can be low protocol, you can be wherever you want to be in that moment. Um, I never really have a problem. Not necessarily joking around where I'm not going to go into a comedy routine or anything, but a little more on the lighthearted side. Like, hey, baby. So, Charlotte, are you going to wait? And hold your orgasm until Lance comes. Are you gonna go first? What are you guys planning on? I guess I'll play it by ear. If I can't hold it back, I might um, yeah. let it rip first. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. And what I'm doing right now is um, I'm kind of pushing above my clitoral hood mm -hmm. and pulling upwards, like on my vulva, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. The whole thing. Um, but I'm still not pressing it directly on my clit. It just looks like it. I think that's good to explain to people, like I keep saying. I agree. Yeah, sometimes people will like this. Sometimes it's like this. Um, this seems to be more comfortable for me. You can't really tell what's going on when I hold it like that. But um, And sometimes your arm just gets tired, and you have to adjust, and that's yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah, get comfortable. Get comfortable. No. Um, that's another thing, jerking off in porn. The position is always very sexy. And home, like, the comfort is important. Because yeah. if I'm getting a cramp in my leg or something, I can't focus on porn. Yep. Well, that's pretty. Are you becoming? A little bit. A little bit? A little bit. That's pretty cool. It feels really good when it just slides itself up. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. It does. Uh, another thing I want to mention, if I'm getting aroused or close to your tummy, and I know a lot of people who do this, I get like pink and squatchy everywhere. And uh, some people might be embarrassed by that. Um, and I've when I've been on set, directors have like stopped the scene to ask, like, do you have a latex allergy or something? But that's like a totally, yeah. a totally normal thing. Um, people shouldn't be ashamed of. But it's it's just like another 
sign of arousal my body goes through because more blood is going to a different area. Yes. It's so true. Mm -hmm. Hi. Hello. Does it feel better when you use both hands? It kind of does. It's interesting because it's they're all different. Mm -hmm. Strokers, like you kind of gotta get a feel for like this specific one, like how to hold it and how to yeah. It's different because if you just well, do, I would imagine if if uh, if you're really into strokers, you own two, three, four, five, fifteen. You have a stroker collection. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Would you mind if I come I would imagine at this point in your relationship, Lance might eroticize that. Yeah, he was hot. Well, I know, then I'm like, oh, she came. Yeah. Like, I see his evidence. Like, he can't lie about it. He <laughs> can't lie about Exhibit it. A. <laughs> Shaking. Mm -hmm. um, 
It usually starts at his feet and goes up his legs, and now it feels like his stomach is twitching too. sound so how is how is using the stroker as opposed to just giving a hand job um, how well, was it to give it was a little harder different. to hold on to my hand slipped a few times but it kind of it gave me some extra help because my hands can only reach so far but this is like more encompassing do you think it felt better or just different good just different yeah it's just different um, so maybe if you want to spice up or change your sex life or a yeah, if you want to change your yeah. check it out. Okay. Yep. Paper towels. The fancy <laughs> thumb rag. <laughs> well, sometimes I'll bring him like, uh, a baby wipe from the bathroom. Be like, oh, just lay here. I'll get it and I'll wipe him off. And sometimes it's like, here's your fucking paper towel. <laughs> 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 it's all scratchy and dry. <laughs> Look, you wipe that off too. Yep. Here's your fucking paper towel. <laughs> paper towel, bitch. You clean it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so good. All right, so words, words on orgasms or anything else that you two would like to say or. Um, what wisdom, wise wisdom that um, uh, words of wisdom you'd like to know, yeah, words of wisdom for people about orgasm. So, so the orgasm I just had that was unusually quick for me. Um, I think because I was in such a relaxed state of mind, but if your orgasm doesn't happen that fast, or um, you know, if you're a woman and your partner's a man and you have trouble coming before he does, that's totally cool. Um, sometimes, like, I'll have sex because, uh, for me, my orgasm isn't, like, the end goal of sex. I just like to have fun. And then sometimes I'll jerk off afterwards. Or um, sometimes I just don't feel like coming at all. Sometimes I'm not in the mood to come, but I still want to do stuff. And that's that's totally fine. Your orgasm doesn't have to look like um, anybody else's and like being in the mood for sex or jerking off, but not being in the mood to climax is totally fine. What do I have been? What do you think? Yeah, I think less uh, taking the pressure off in any way you can um, makes, makes it more fun. You know, definitely helps. I would agree with that statement. Yeah, you know, any way you really want to do it, you should, and whatever you want to try as a couple, as long as you both agree and you're both happy with it, and 
you know, what you just said, if, if you know, Charlotte's talking on the phone and, and she's cool with you jacking off on her ass or something or looking at her from across the room and that's what turns you both on, that's what you should do. Yeah. There's, there are no yeah. real rules to this as long as everybody's on the same page and everybody agrees. That's everybody's on the same page. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, you should ask people before you jerk off to them while they're talking. Yes, ask first. You want to yes, it, it always ask first. Agreed. Yeah, check in on that before. What are you doing? No, that's just wrong. Yeah. But you know, really, if you want to jerk off uh, watching your partner uh, talk on the phone or something, uh, yeah, maybe this is a dynamic you should talk about before you get married. You know, or settle into a long-term relationship. Yeah. I, I think really that's the problem with a lot of long-term relationships is they did not talk about their sexual needs or desires or expectations before they got into a relationship and then uh, then it's problematic. Yeah, that creates problems in the, in the long run. Um, and I find just because of like we were talking about societal pressures and what society thinks your sex life, life should look like and what your sexual interests and what your orgasm should look like and how you should be able to achieve orgasm and everybody sometimes like it's been, even for us like it doesn't always match up with what you see in the movies or in porn um, yeah. so it's it's important to talk about it's hard to talk about and it's like embarrassing and awkward but mm -hmm. it's um don't you think if you talk about it and you actually get a dialogue going with your partner it's just that much better and that's fruitful yeah you know, it's like, we've been married 20 years and you never told me you like this. Why didn't you say that 20 years ago? We would have been doing it the whole time. Shame, I mean, shame is insidious. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think, yeah, again, rejection is the key. Mm -hmm. yeah, rejection I don't want my partner to, or anyone, anyone to feel rejected, and I don't want to be overly looking for ways to feel rejected for myself. Yeah. Like, like if I'm, if someone's talking about themselves, and then I have an emotional reaction, I'm being self-centered, right? Because they're not talking about me, they're talking about them. So that's, keeping that line, it makes it a lot easier, for sure. Definitely. I do agree. That very, very excellent words of wisdom, both of y'all. Okay, Good job, well, off, you guys. Good job. Well, well done. You masturbate yeah. well. You get a gold star. Yeah, gold star, it's all around. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. thanks for having us, guys. Okay. So, hey, thank you all for joining us on our, what, our fourth or fourth, fourth S quarantine show? Multiple remote shows. Yeah, we're doing this shit virtual. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thanks. Uh, so, we're going to bail, right? It's a little yeah. weirder on virtual. It's, you can kind of talk about it when everybody's sitting on the couch. Are we done? Are we done? Yeah. Uh, but virtual, once you click, you're gone. You're out of here. There's no coming back to that shit, right? Mm -hmm. So I mean, I think you can stop recording and then we can debrief if you'd like. Yeah, we're not even doing uh, throws to different shit or uh, redoing intros anymore. We're just going. No, this is it. Yeah. So, um, uh, I want to talk to y'all for a minute off camera, off this cool. thing. Okay. So, um, everybody say goodbye. Goodbye. It's really nice to see everybody. Thanks for joining uh, us. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned. If you didn't learn a lot, I hope you at least learned something. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Ian Rapp. Thanks for downloading the podcast and supporting our show. You're listening to Extreme Restraint University. 